Purdue's Customer Experience Podcast. Delivering great customer experience every time is really, really hard. If it was easy, more companies would be doing it. We all know that ain't happening. That's exactly where this show comes in. Every episode, we take a close look at companies who are getting customer experience right. Whether it's over the phone, over technology such as social media or apps on your smartphone, or in person, there are some companies who are just really good at this. This show looks at what they're doing differently to make their customers love them and introduces us to the people whose job it is to make great customer experience happen. So if delivering exceptional customer experience is part of your business, this is the podcast for you. I'm Pat Perdue, and I'm glad you found us. And thank you for tuning in and downloading. This show is going to be off the hook. If you listen to podcasts like I do, you'll know my next guest, or more precisely, you know the company he works for. It's Casper. Yeah, it's the sleep company that sponsors a huge number of podcasts. So there's a pretty good chance that they sponsor your favorite podcast. And full disclosure, I'm a Casper customer. I have been for about six months after hearing them on one of my favorite podcasts called Grown Ups Read Things They Wrote as Kids. That podcast is exactly how it sounds. It's grownups getting up in front of a crowded theater and reading stuff they wrote when they were kids. It's hilarious and touching. And for a while, it was sponsored by Casper. So I ordered one and the experience was amazing. They truly didn't disappoint. And that's why I'm so excited that they're on our show today. So here's their story. They're a global sleep company that launched in 2014 with an obsessively engineered, outrageously comfortable mattress sold directly to consumers. Its critically acclaimed sleep surface was developed in-house and it has a sleek design and is delivered in a small, how did they do that, sized box. The company is one of the fastest growing consumer brands of all time and its product line has expanded to include sheets, pillows, a matching foundation, and a dog mattress. I've got everything except the dog mattress because I don't have a dog. Casper was named one of Fast Company's 50 most innovative companies in 2017, and its eponymous mattress was crowned one of Time Magazine's best inventions. Yep, and if you're not sleeping on a Casper, you're missing out. Just saying. So about our guest, Michael Kim, he's the Senior Director of Customer Strategy and Planning. And a little bit about our conversation with Michael, you'll see he's a super nice guy. Of course, he's super knowledgeable in his space. And there's some key things that we talked about. One of the things that we talked about was the relationship between the employee experience and the customer experience. And Casper is a sleep company. So I wanted to know if there was a connection between abdicating sleep and being promoters of sleep and how that really reflects into the employee experience at Casper. So we did get into that a little bit. So that was really cool. And another thing that Michael mentioned is Casper was founded out of the idea that the experience of purchasing a mattress was broken. And think about it. If you've ever purchased a mattress, you go to the showroom and you kind of have to lie down on the mattress. And it's ironically, it's not all that comfortable. The mattress should be comfortable, but the experience isn't so comfortable. And then you have to figure out how to get it home. So do you strap it on your car or there's a service charge and a, you know, in delivery, people have to come in and deliver it and set it up. There's a lot going on there. So that's one of the problems that Casper attacks. So Michael and I talk about that a little bit as well. So without further ado, here's my conversation with Casper's own Michael Kim. 
As Casper's Senior Director of Customer Strategy and Planning, Michael leads Casper's customer experience and customer-facing channel strategies. Michael joined Casper before they even got started, as in before they launched. Before his current role, he was in charge of Casper's customer experience team, which has earned many accolades, including a 2017 Stevie Award for Customer Service Department of the Year. Michael, we are thrilled that you could be part of our program. Thank you very much for joining us. Hey, Pat. Thanks so much. And if anything, it's my pleasure. Uh, Michael, thanks very much. And I've been looking forward to our conversation for weeks because, as you know, I'm a Casper customer. I tell all my friends about Casper and the experience of ordering a Casper is really cool. You know, you do it from your laptop. Uh, you pick your mattress. You pick the other things that you want to get. And sure enough, after a short period of time, it shows up at your place. It There's no movers. There's no anything. It's It's a mattress in a box, which is really cool. It's, it's pretty amazing, the overall unboxing experience that we have for customers. And I think that's one of the biggest things that's a surprise and delight to all of our customers. And I think getting anything anything delivered, anything from Amazon, is always a very fun experience. Yep. And it's even more so getting um, a mattress that will help us all sleep better. Oh, yeah, for sure. And it was really a good experience, which is why I'm so delighted to have you on our show. Now, Michael, I have to ask you, you're a Casper customer, right? Like you sleep on a Casper? Yes. I am a I am a proud Casper owner and I can tell you I, I really enjoy it. And and I think I remember when I first joined the company, I was just being terrified whether I, I would sure. or not like it. Um but I I've been on it for three years now and I can tell you I'm sleeping, you know, probably the best I have in, in my life. Oh, without a doubt. And I love the definition of the company. It's not a mattress company. It's a sleep company. You're in the business of selling sleep. I think that's so brilliant. Yeah, and I think that's a, that's a great point. And, I, you know, we at Casper, we, we try to kind of define, you know, the overall experience um, through products and through service and and overall we're looking to be more than just a mattress company and and a, a company that overall kind of controls entire sleep ecosystem and is bringing kind of wellness and great sleep um to to everybody and if you think about kind of historically you know we're, we're going through a, a cultural shift right i mean i remember when i was in college it was always cool to not sleep and kind of brag about how 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 much we stayed up to study and I think now, you know, the, the world is changing such that, you know, sleep is becoming more and more part of the conversation. It's important to be well-rested in order to be effective and efficient and, um, and, and live our lives um, kind of in, in a happy, productive way. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So in Casper, everybody's happy and productive and well-rested. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we've got a lot going on, <laughs> but I think with any kind of growing organization, but um, sleep is a, is a big part of our our culture, obviously. So I have to ask, at Casper, are there like siestas? Is there nap time at Casper? We actually have uh, nap pods in our headquarters. So we've got these kind of these big pods with mattresses such that anyone can go sleep or take a nap or take a phone call or whatever on, on our Casper mattresses. Wow, that's uh -huh. brilliant. And something that we talk about on this show, as you may have heard, is the connection between the employee experience and the customer experience. And exactly what you just said is creating an employee experience that closely mirrors the customer experience. It says we're really standing behind our product and our philosophy that sleep is important for a balanced life. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think that's a big part of also what makes Casper special. I mean, to your point, I mean, I think kind of one of our philosophies, it's, you know, the same reason that a customer will buy from Casper is the same reason that an employee will want to work for Casper. And it, it, it's so important to have just a, 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 a congruous message, both internally and externally, because ultimately what you do internally will get out to the world um, and, and come across in your brand and your service and your products, et cetera, et cetera. For sure. And Michael, you say that like, yeah, because it's the way it happens at Casper. <laughs> the truth is so many companies get that absolutely wrong. You know, they try to be one thing customer facing, but then behind closed doors, it's a very different experience for the employees. Yeah, I guess it's, it's just so natural here and, and at Casper. And I, I know a lot of other kind of peer companies that are really trying to, again, connect both internal and external. Sure, Absolutely. So let's talk a little bit about the specific nuts and bolts of the customer experience and the customer experience philosophy that's driving some of the things that we've been talking about at Casper. If you could take a moment and walk us through the customer experience and how does the Casper customer experience itself distinguish itself from buying a typical mattress from a showroom or getting that showroom experience? Sure. Yeah, I mean, I think probably... Everyone's unfortunately has gone sure. through the mattress buying experience at some point in their life, and and it's it's a really confusing, overwhelming, unclear process, right? Traditionally, what people do, it's you know they wait ten years and they say, hey, I'm not sleeping very well, I need to go buy a mattress, right? So you go to one of your local brick and mortar stores, and when you get to the store, you'll have you know a salesperson who's showing you you know, 10, 20 different options asking you, hey, do you want the soft? Do you want the medium soft? Do you want the medium? Do you want the medium firm? Um, and, and a lot of these sales folks, you know, are incentivized to upsell you sure. they're, as they're drawing commission off their sales. The other kind of bigger challenge is that you'll sit on a mattress for, you know, one minute, two minutes. But if you think about it, that's not really enough for us to determine whether that's good for us and we're going to sleep well. Oh, not even a minute. Like when you think about it, a minute is kind of a long time if you're lying on a mattress in a showroom store with people around you and like maybe within five seconds you get on, you kind of lie down and you're like, okay, I guess I like it or I don't like it. And then you order it and then you have to get it shipped to your place. Yeah, exactly. And, and I think, you know, that kind of leads into our, our business model where we're looking to democratize sleep and, and make it very simple and easy. And um, from a product perspective, what we found is that most people like one like one style kind sure. of fits all, right? I think kind of if you think about kind of the, the overall sleep industry, we're always there's been a lot of marketing dollars that's been spent into educating customers and say, hey, you know, you're a side sleeper, a back sleeper, et cetera, et cetera. But really for the most part, most folks actually sleep on their sides. Um, and, and, and move around through all throughout the entire night. So what we did is we've got a, a team that's engineered a great mattress. We've got 30 folks out in San Francisco. And what we'll do is we'll, we'll drop ship it to your home and we'll give you 100 nights. So kind of our philosophy is, hey, instead of going to a showroom and having somebody speak over you and laying on a mattress for a few minutes, have a mattress, sleep on it for up to 100 nights and just see for yourself kind of what, how your body translates and, and how you sleep and, 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 how, and whether you like it or you don't. I've had my mattress for about six months and there's no way I would be sending it back. Do people take you up on that 100-night offer? Yeah, I mean, we get a we get a few folks that, that return the mattress. And of course, we're not going to be right for 100% of folks. But I can tell you kind of the vast majority of folks who get the Casper mattress love the Casper mattress. You know, I think that's part of the reason why we've 
grown so quickly over the past three years, right? It's it's kind of this this network effect or this this power of the word of mouth where um, and podcasts. And podcasts, yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, I think just as people are sleeping well and having this great experience, when you talk to your friend, it's, you know, we're making sleep cool. And, you know, historically, no one would ever talk about their sleep or their mattress or their experiences. But I think Casper is leading a, a shift in the, the conversations and what we care about. And it's helping lead to more word of mouth, which is ultimately leading to more brand awareness. Mm-hmm. You know, even the images that you have on the website your and your literature about once the mattress is set up and unfurled and and then you're kind of hanging out on your mattress and i love the image of the people hanging out on their mattress and i think their dog is on their mattress and they're reading you know people live their lives on their mattress it's not just a matter of midnight and 6 a.m or whatever that's where i'm on my mattress we kind of hang out we read so that's that's really sort of the lifestyle that casper is really driving toward right Right. And if you think about it, you know, we're spending, I guess, essentially one third of our life sleeping. So if that's the case, let's invest in a great product that's going to help us sleep better and and be rested. It makes so much sense. And continuing with that experience, I go online. It's a lot easier than the the showroom experience because there's not that many choices. Really, I can choose the size, but I don't have to choose the thickness or all that stuff. And then walk me through what else happens that makes the experience of buying a Casper mattress so unique. Sure. So a customer will hear about Casper, most likely through a a friend. Or a podcast. Or a podcast. (laughs) um, And then come on to our, our website. And you know, I think what we try to do is have an end-to-end seamless experience, right? So starting from kind of the, the beautiful lifestyle imagery that we have on, on, on our website to a one-style mattress that works for everybody, where we'll drop ship it to your home. And, um, you know, we've been working a lot to, you know, increase our or reduce our shipping times. And now most customers will get, can get a mattress in a couple days delivered to wow. their home. And then we have a great unboxing experience. So, you know, we invest a lot in the branding and the packaging. So if you've seen our, our mattress, they come in this beautiful white box and it's got blue stripes and it stands out. And, and the overall unboxing process is super easy. You can, you can basically unfurl your mattress in a matter of minutes and sleep on it immediately. And also what really touched me was the extra surprises, like the handwritten cards and stuff like that. That was so cool. Yeah, I mean, as we, as we move into you know, a digital automated world, it's, you know, I think it becomes more and more important to offer personalization. And you know, we're fortunate in that we're, we're playing in a space that is so personal Right. Um, yes. Again, you know, sleeping on a mat, sleeping for one third of your life, and it's such an investment in health. And usually, you sleeping on with a partner. And so, we are in many ways given permission from customers to build relationships, right? Um, to be very personal, to humanize the process. And the handwritten notes that we put with all of our products is one tactical way to do that. And so, at some point, somebody at Casper said, "Okay, we've got this." really neat patented technology that allows us to do a couple of things. It allows us to make this really comfortable mattress and it allows us to shrink it and smoosh it down into this package that we can then send to our customers to their door. So those are some great things. And then you could have stopped there. You could have said, okay, that's what we got. You can go on our website, you can order it. Mm-hmm. But there's all this extra stuff that happens in terms of the handwritten cards, in terms of all the other extras and niceties that come with purchasing a Casper. Why bother doing all that stuff? Walk me through the decision-making process, if you can, that said, yeah, 
it's a good idea that we do all this extra stuff rather than just being mediocre. Yeah. A lot of that is kind of going back to my earlier point on building an end-to-end experience. You know, we focus a lot on moving away from making a transactional experience where you buy the mattress, great, we send it to you, seamless delivery, great, all said and done, right? And we're trying to, again, find ways to continually offer that personal touch and build this lifestyle around sleep. And kind of if you think about it, even from a business perspective, the people only buy mattresses on average, you know, every seven years. And so what can we do to continually stay relevant and top of mind for our customers and deliver kind of different value? And so some of the things that we've done is we have a sleep publication where we're talking about, you know, myths and um, doing a bunch of research. We've got a, a community of our customers where we will we'll do surveys with them and pilot new products and gather all their feedback. And again, really working to kind of build this entire ecosystem and, and be beyond just a transactional mattress company and, and be more of a, a global sleep lifestyle brand. Sure. And I was going to ask you about some of the strategies and tactics that you do to continue to innovate and provide that unique overall sleep lifestyle experience rather than the transaction of I'm going to sell you a mattress. Mm -hmm. And you touched on some of those things in terms of working closely with some of your customers to gain feedback or to get sort of a 360 degree viewpoint. Could you walk me through a little bit of that? Sure. So a lot of that comes from the, the CX team here because we are on the front lines talking to our thousands yes. of customers every single day. And so we're continually trying to gather as much feedback, hypotheses, and ideas from the team. And I think a lot of that also stems with just our broader just ethos as a company. And, and I think you know, we were just founded on disrupting a broken customer experience. So what can we do to always have the customer top of mind? Um, we're always challenging ourselves to be incrementally better across every aspect of the business. Which sets the bar really high because... You know, you started off really strong and there's going to be copiers. There's going to be imitators. I think there already are. So it requires you to continue to innovate, to continue to surprise and delight your customers in ways that they don't see coming. Yeah. One of the other things that we do to continue to surprise and delight is, for example, we have a Natmobile that goes around the entire nation and it's this beautifully branded truck where, where people can come stop by, tweet at us, find our location, and come and interact with our staff and lay on the mattress. And it's cool. Just, yeah, and, and it's just, I, I would say at this point, I don't know how many hundreds or thousands of miles we've traveled, but we've been to a ton of cities across the entire U.S. And just last week, we're actually even at South by Southwest. Brilliant. Have you driven around on the Natmobile yourself? Um, I have not driven around, but I, I did go down, uh, I want to say one or two years ago when we were in um, Philadelphia. Uh -huh. Or DC. And uh, I, I, I was there talking to our customers in person and it, it was great. You know, we had, I think we had all these waffle makers um, where anyone can come in. And, you know, <laughs> I remember my clothes smelling like waffles for probably like an entire week after that. Um, but customers can come in, interact <laughs> with staff, have some tea, have some waffles. And we're even able to walk away with um, these custom screen printed uh, pillowcases. Wow. That's so cool. Yeah. You know, I hear you say that, and it's just something that you do. Like, it's part of the constant innovative approach to your customer's experience. Mm -hmm. Michael, if you were, and I hope this never happens, but if you were to end up working for a different company, like, <laughs> are you ruined to work for any other company? Because, <laughs> you know, it may not be like this. So what might you do if you found yourself parachuted into a, let's say, a more traditional company? And you're like, oh, we need to have some of that Casper magic. 
What yeah. are some things that you might consider doing to uh, to drive that experience? Wow, that's a that's a tough question. Okay, let me frame it in a different way because. As you know, a lot of the folks that listen to this podcast are themselves middle management, senior management. If they have the benefit of sitting with you or having you parachute into their company for a week, what are some things that you might suggest that they do? Sure. So, I mean, if, if I were parachuted into a company, what I would do is you know start to understand the business, but then also just talk to folks and, and begin to understand who are the people that are running the day-to-day business and, and what are they seeing. And what you'll find is that the operators and the people talking to the customers, they see and know everything, right? No matter what company you're at, your customer will always tell you what they love or what they don't love and, and what are the opportunities for improvements. And I think in many ways, many companies and folks try to overcomplicate things and, and try to come up with like a very broad epiphany or, or strategy to, to drive things. And what we found, just keep it very simple. Just ask questions, continue to ask why, 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 until we can get to kind of a, a resolution and a, and a roadmap and a plan. And one of the ways that we do that here, it's um, with all of our new hires, we have them partake in, in our CX team and, and start to talk to some customers and shadow some folks. And we get just to understand, you know, what are the questions people are asking? What are some of the problems that they have? What do they really like? And, and all, a lot of that helps inform everyone else's job. It doesn't matter what team you are on. And I think here at Casper, we do believe that everyone's job, whether you're in marketing or product or on the CX team, is ultimately to drive a better customer experience. And then that's a very kind of critical, full circle, virtuous cycle to kind of understand. Got it. Got it. And how would another department, let's say marketing, integrate with the CX team? Is it would they be job shadowing or is it for, is there a more formal process or is it a little bit more technology driven or is it meetings or how does that work? Yeah, so it's a combination of, of the above. You know, we've got folks that will just literally sit next to somebody for a few hours and just listen to phone calls as we talk to customers and just ask questions about, hey, what were you thinking here? What, you know, what can I do to help you, you know, make your job easier? How can we change the messaging? You know, what are things on the back end technology that we can do? So we have the, the very tactical shadowing. Um, and the other piece that we have, it's creating just, I guess, just reports. And, and I, I don't want to use reports to say it's, it's like, you know, it's, it's this heavy lifting, but just like a, a recap on like, hey, what is the CX team seeing? How many contacts are we getting? What are the main reasons? Um, what are things that we, we can change to kind of reduce customer pain and, and delight customers more um, and share that out with each of the departments just to help drive and keep the customer top of mind? Got it. Got it. And last question, and thank you very much. You've been really, really generous in letting us peek behind the curtain of the magic that is Casper. As you grow, and you're growing like crazy, as you continue to grow, do you have kind of like the tiger by the tail? Like, is there a strategy around keeping the that really, really close customer contact experience, keeping that consistent as your company grows as quickly as it does? Yeah, I, I, and you know, I think that's that's a you know, scaling and maintaining continuity and consistency is, is something that we talk a lot about here at Casper, and um, something that's very much top of mind. And and again, I, I would say a lot of that just comes back to the culture that we have. I mean, if you look at even on the CX team, we've got now kind of um, a team globally at this point, and um, we've got so many folks that are you know, from different passions, different skill sets. You know, for example, we've got some part, you know, some, some people who are med students. Um, we've got people who work on Broadway. We've got somebody who's a, a, a master um, in organ performance. And we've got this kind of broad array of folks 
um, with many different skill sets and personalities and backgrounds. And, and a lot of that helps kind of build um, and mirror kind of the, the, the diversity that we get from our customers and, and, and kind of help create the pathway for kind of this personalization um, that, you know, we, you know we, we value so much. Got it. It's so fascinating that you said that. I can imagine very, very careful recruiting plays a lot in helping to maintain a consistent customer experience at Casper. Yeah, it's huge. And I'll just say, and I think it's a quick shout out to you know the entire staff. I mean, they, they just work so hard and they care so much. Um, but I, I think, I would say it's a couple things. I think a lot of it is just caring and not to harp back too much on the broader culture, but it's just, you know, we focus so obsessively about every single detail Right from an engineering perspective to a marketing perspective, and a customer perspective, and and what can we do to ensure that every single customer has a great experience? And if they don't, what can we do to make it better? Can I make a quick observation? Sure. You describe some people that are on your customer experience team. One is a Broadway actor, mm-hmm. and that person is a meticulous artist in their particular genre. Mm-hmm. Another person is a med student. That person is a super detail-oriented person in that particular area. And you also mentioned the virtuoso organ player. That person is also a meticulously detailed virtuoso in that particular area. And it sounds like they bring all of that attention to detail when mm-hmm. they come to work for Casper. Yeah, that's a great point. And, and the, the attention to detail is, is so important um, because every, you know, every interaction with our customers is unique by definition. And a lot of what we try to do from a kind of a CX culture perspective is really kind of just set broad guidelines and boundaries for our team to operate and then just go do whatever you need to do to deliver a great experience. And so, you know, we shy away from scripts or, you know, saying you need to hit this many phone calls an hour or, or like you can't offer this many credits. It's just like, hey, just the ultimate job is to deliver a great experience. And then two, you know, be smart about it. You are a business owner and the decisions that you make impact this company and our brand and our perception. And and I think we, we try to instill a lot of this kind of ownership um, within every single person on the team at the broader company. Fascinating. Well, Michael, we're out of time. So this has been such a great conversation and I'm delighted for a couple of reasons. One reason is that I love Casper as a brand and as an experience. And it's really, really great to talk to one of the people who is behind all that success that Casper has experienced. So thanks very much for joining us. And Kudos to all the folks at Casper for doing such a great job. Cool, and 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 thank you so much for having me on the show. This is, and I'm a big I'm a big fan of the show, and I will say Aww. this is this is my first podcast that I've ever done. Yup, yep, you're the best. <laughs> you're a total natural. I, Michael, I guarantee you this will not be the last. You're a super guest, and Casper is such a great supporter of the podcast community. So even from that perspective. You know, it's really an honor to have you on. So thank you again for your time today. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Can you believe this was Michael's first podcast interview? Super nice guy. Super great guest. Man, just about everything about this brand, right? I'd also like to send a special shout out to Will and Janine from Casper for your help in making this happen. You guys have all been great. For more information about Michael or Casper, you can follow them on Twitter. Their handle is at Casper. And of course, I'll put a link to their website in the show notes. As always, if you have a brand that really gives you some customer experience loving and you'd like them to be featured on this show, hit me up on Twitter at Pat Perdue. And thank you for listening and for your loyalty. 
the listenership to this podcast has skyrocketed. And it's because of everyone who's listened, downloaded, subscribed, and told their friends and colleagues. Thanks again, and see you next time. Thank you.